Okay, here we I go. I want to start out two two quick quick things. The the machine that we're using to record every single time that we press record for a split second, it'll say running health check. Mm-hmm. And that freaks me out every time. It's scanning like, you for a moment, but I'm like, oh, what's my result, Doc? Yeah. The I second mean... thing is that Robin and I are. <laughs> we're having a night. We're having a night. Yeah, we're having a night. Oh. We are on, listeners, one of our favorite things to do has always been on going on Pet Finder. But this past year, uh, you know, we, we did discover up. Brooklyn Cat Cafe. I was a longtime fan. This is a cafe, a cat cafe, um, very, very close to the school that I teach at in Brooklyn Heights. And I would go and peer at the cats, but it was never open when uh, between classes when I would visit. Lo and behold, it's mm. a pandemic. I go on their website. My precious son has just passed. Blue, blue, rest, oh, rest baby, easy, my baby. And I'm, I've got all this cat stuff. I don't know what to do. I get, I get a little thought in my mind. Maybe I should just foster some babies. I do. I kept them. They're mine now. And listeners, ever since that day, we've been going on Brooklyn Cat Cafe just looking at the oh, cats. pretty often. Pretty often. Looking at the available cats. Our friend Station Ryan also used this wonderful nonprofit org to adopt their two sweet, sweet babies. Two adorable babies. And we can't get enough. It's... If, if wishing made it so, I would home all of these cats. Ugh, I There's want one named Danish. One of the highlights of Brooklyn Cat Cafe is their names. The naming. Lady Bagel. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've, we've got Presidential Duck. Yes, we do. There was one named um, Mr. Jowls. Is oh, he still yeah. on here? I wonder if he's still on no, here. No, I think he got adopted. Adopted? A Jowls. Oh, Mr. Jowls. No, he's gone. But he's the one gone. that's really tickling our fancy right now is a cat <laughs> named... Stu Leonard. Stu Leonard. Now, sweet boy. As some of you may know, if you're a longtime listener, mm-hmm. Robin and I grew up close to a beloved world's largest dairy store named Stu Leonard's. Ugh. Shout out. Shout. Major shout out. Out. I so much. I mentioned I their cell for last episode. Many Ugh. times I've said it's going to be my wedding venue. Oh my God. I cannot wait to get fucking soft serve there again yep and this cat is the cat embodiment of Stu leonard's Mm -hmm. i was just reading that he does have some tummy troubles and also needs a dental cleaning which uh, my ears are burning Mm -hmm. (laughs) a cat after my own heart he's just Stu leonard is a sweet natured beautiful ginger boy what's that to love wants to curl up next to your feet so he needs dental surgery who cares we God, all do. I love that so much. Oh my God, I love him. I love him. I honestly, okay, it says he'll tolerate another calm cat. Maybe he's a calm cat. She's very calm. I'll tell you what. My only hesitation is like, I don't have, I don't have cat dental surgery money. You know, if I did, I'd be mm. spending it on the one cat. That's true. Although, Guys, somebody go and know. snatch up Stu Leonard. 
Stu Leonard. Go to catcafebk.com and adopt Stu Leonard. Yeah. He's so cute. His cat ID number is 16650611. (laughs) Put it in the URL. Welcome to Cat Chat. Welcome to Cat Chat. There's also. He's such a little loaf. Oh, there's so many. There's a cat named Year of the Ox on this website. I am really into Jeffrey. Jeffrey's got like saucer like eyes. Jeffrey with a J. Where's my Jeffrey? Um, he's got saucer like eyes. Um, he's he kind of looks like Blue Blue to be honest. Where is he? It oh, describes him. Is. Jeffrey is a handsome, curious little chunk. He looks a lot like Blue in the face. You're right. Yeah. Oh my he god, he looks a lot first. like Blue. Oh, there's a video of, of, of this boy doing a belly roll. I love him. Wow. Oh, he does look like a lot of fun. Wow. Jeffrey does have my heart. Jeffrey's <laughs> Also, so I can't think of Jeffrey without thinking of Ina Garten and, her, oh, and how she Jeffrey? always likes to cook for Jeffrey. I mean, who knows that if she's not cooking oh. for this cat, she might be. Wow. This is a good kitty. There's a pair of cats named Goggles and Michael Myers, which I don't understand what? that. Horror cats? I don't know. Fright cats? Fright cats. Wait, and I just quickly, we do have to touch on Beth. Beth has a haunted look on her face like I've yes. never seen on a cat. It's like she has googly eyes. Yeah. Plopped on It really cat. is. <laughs> really good. Oh, she's so cute. Everybody. hugs. Just please, please, if you're looking for to spice up your life with some wonderful love, please go yeah. to Brooklyn Cat Cafe. There's one named Regina, and this cat is like if if Cruella Deville was a person. She is frightening looking to Aww. me, but beautiful. Yeah, some of them are very startling, but yeah. very gorgeous. A lot of them are I startling. Just, mm-hmm. I want them all. These ginger cats are so cute. Chester, oh I my know. heart. There's one named I Spoopy. Spoopy. Wow, I can't get over Stu Leonard. <laughs> I, I know Stu Leonard it. is like King Cat. <laughs> Oh, Watson just stuck in his own litter box. These are all great <laughs> cats. Okay, there's one named Son of Batman. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Dracula and his son. <laughs> Might as well be this cat's name. And of course, Uncle Andy, which he's been on here a while. Somebody needs to... Aww. He's a shy gentleman. There's one named Gibbons. Gibbons. <laughs> Everybody, Another this is not cat. an ad in any way. No, Please visit I wish. Brooklyn Cat Cafe. Tell them we sent you. Oh my god! I, visit, I could look at the cats all day. I and do I mean do. just go to their website. Don't actually go to the place. Um, you might be able to stand in the window and 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 rap on the window and say how much for that one and that's point true. to one, and they'll say, "Well, it's free. We're we'll we'll adopt it to you." Yeah, you know? yeah, that's probable. Oh yeah, god, Gibbons is so cute. Uh, okay, all I have really to stop. good. I love them all. They're really, really good. <gasps> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, well, my goodness. That's what we've been up to this week. I got to say, this is um kind of a spooky week. It has been a bit of a spooky week. Mm. Has anything especially spooky happened to you? Well, I wanted to bring up a sensation that I've been experiencing. Tell me. And it's been... 
a while, but I never like really put my finger on it until last week. Okay. So I sleep with like an air purifier, which is basically like creating white noise. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I got consciously aware for the first time that when I have white noise playing, mm-hmm. I hear what I think are conversations happening. <gasps> in oh, the white that's noise. scary. I looked it up and there's like a whole word for this. And it's basically just like auditory, not like hallucinations, but the brain will like filling in the gaps. Yeah, make sound make sense. Yeah. But it is very, it's like gotten to the point where I'll like wake, I'll like get up out of bed, turn off my machine and like walk around the house being like, is there anybody here? Because it sounds so much to me like either people talking or music. Ooh, music is interesting. Yeah, and it's never, like, I could never, like, tell you what they're saying or even what the melody is, but it's, like, just the vague impression of a conversation or music playing. So Hmm. that's been pretty spooky, but I did look it up, and it's, like, fine. (laughs) Wow. It does happen to people. It's called, like... I emailed this to myself at some point. It sounds similar to, uh, or like a less scary version of sleep paralysis. But not paralyzed, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. This publication called Nautilus has a really good article about it. It's, Mm -hmm. um, the word for this is like, I cannot pronounce this. Peridolia? Oh, I peridolia. Guess. Peridolia. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, it's the same word for when you see faces and things. Oh, maybe that's what... Okay, maybe that's what this... Okay, it's just auditory that. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it happens um, with, like, air conditioners, too, for me. Just, like, any swooshy noise do you does it like incorporate it into your dreams ever if you're half asleep no if I'm unconscious it doesn't factor it at all no interesting no Very it's just my my little fun imagination playing games well in the well well, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh you I know that you also had a spooky thing happen because you uh you're, I won't say who, but somebody in your house rumpled up your comforter last week. Oh, yeah. And it I did look a little Yeah, I, I got kind of scared because my, my bed was all, like, flustered when I came downstairs. <laughs> and I was like, what? And it really did look like a person, like, jumped on the bed and, like, messed it all up. It was, it was just my cats, like, definitely. Yeah. But I it was, was like, definitely a person is was laying in my bed while I was upstairs, heard me come down the stairs, jumped up and hid in my closet, and is here to Ugh, stab that's me. That's so scary. Yeah. I think all the time about how, like, the blind spots around my house that my security cameras don't catch. No. I'm very nervous. Just a, just a nervous gal. Yeah. But all in all, it's... everything's fine. The only thing I created that was haunted was a cursed bedroom. 
Oh, it's a lovely bedroom. I know, but it has your, I put your worst fear in it. Yeah, but it only becomes my worst fear when I'm like in the room, you know? Okay, so I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I have a very specific phobia that only, it took me most of my life to even pinpoint because it happens so rarely, but it involves um, sleeping in a room, sleeping in a room where there are two beds and the other bed is empty. I can't do that. No. (laughs) It scares me. It is scary. It is it's, scary. It's like it's, an invitation. Yeah, for like it's an invitation, and like you're just begging to look over and have there be something. It's too, it's too much. I, it's the same, like feeling I get of sleeping in a room that's too tall, too big, mm. like just a big room. Like I don't like it. Yeah, if when my eyes adjust, I can't see like the end of the room. Hmm. That's not good. No. I don't like that. No. Imagine being in like a giant like banquet hall, like but bigger than a banquet hall, like an airport, like that kind of thing. And then there's just a bed in there and you're supposed to get in it and sleep. And it's like, ooh, it makes my skin crawl thinking about getting in a a bed and trying to fall asleep in a room that big. No, there's a reason that like people built shelters (laughs) That are, mm-hmm. like, small to sleep in. little cave. Give me yeah. a little cave, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, I, um, I put two twin beds in one room in my house. They and, look great. Um, they do look great. Yeah, I accidentally created Robin's Worst Fear manifest in real life. Um, you know, we shall see. I think I can get somebody to sleep in that other bed if I'm sleeping in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even Who the cat, Even the cat sleeping on there would, would be fine. That anything in the bed... Yeah. Might work. Yeah. Anything alive in the bed. Yeah. It can't be a fake thing. Cause that's also. No. no that's scary. somehow worse. That's worse than nothing. Yeah. Oof. Ooh, even thinking about like putting a pillow in it in the shape of a person. No. Oh, it makes me so scared. No, because you don't Ugh. know what that pillow might become. It might become. That's an even more open fear. invitation. Yeah. That's too spooky. Oof. I don't like it. Ugh, I didn't have anything that spooky happen to me this week. I did wake up today and the door to our apartment was just wide open. But I think that that's probably just one of us left it open last night. And I was like, that's that's not great. Not best practices. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that I left it open. I don't know what happened. Maybe bringing a box upstairs. I don't know. Who knows? I also, I got my second vaccine shot. Yay. Robin's inoculated, everybody. I'm inoculated. But boy, did I feel like hot shit on Saturday. And I don't say that to scare anybody. You'll be fine. I felt fine by like the end of the day. Yeah, it was a rough 24 hours and then. Sucked. And then just pure delight. Pure delight. The next day I skipped, skipped down the street and I got a bubble tea and whistled a tune yep and now i just wait two weeks and then i just basically keep doing everything the same as i was doing before yeah but but without as much uh full full intense fear yeah exactly exactly yeah but i gotta say like you know i obviously felt for everybody who who had covid before but after like feeling so terrible after just a tiny dose of it i was like holy shit Mm -hmm. i 
can't even imagine. Anyway. Yeah, but also ride. just to speak to that, do remember that you it's not a small dose of COVID. <laughs> just in How case. How small is it? It's not. Uh, so I, I don't believe that the vaccine gives you any COVID. Oh, it doesn't like. It doesn't give it to you, but it like it triggers the, the immune response. Yeah, so that's yeah, why yeah. you feel shitty. Yeah, yeah, and my immune system is fucked up, so mm. like you guys probably won't feel. Yeah, as I terrible. only I know that you know that, but I only say this explicitly on on the podcast in case anybody out there has any kinds of misinformation about it. Yeah, because we're living in troubling conspiracy misinformation times. Yeah, and it is um. God, I just miss like a fun, I miss fun conspiracies like aliens. I know. Look, being the talk cause to of Tom things. DeLong, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> wish I could. <laughs> I would do anything. I to would get do a chance to connect. Anything at all. Also, now we have like football players seeing UFOs. Wait, what? Pilots seeing UFOs. Yeah. And just like that, they're also getting, like, dragged for – you can be a quarterback. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. if you say that you saw a UFO, people are like – Why is that so crazy, everyone? It's also crazy because UFOs do exist. They're just objects the and nobody knows what they are. That they, yeah, exactly. And the government has also said they just released, like, a huge dump of Do you know UFO what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start seeing stuff that I've never seen before and being like, UFO. That's an unidentified flying object. I've never seen that kind of bird before. UFO. 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 That's Mm -hmm. a new kind of plane. UFO. I can't identify it. Maybe that's a UFO. Fancy paper plane. UFO. Ooh. Rain. UFO. Sounds lovely. Yeah. A different cloud. UFO. Mm Mm-hmm. When people make those uh, egg drop contests in school, UFO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Technically not um, flying, but... Little parachute toys. UFO. Yeah. A balloon who got away. UFO. UFO. Helicopter, UFO. Hot air balloon, UFO. Blimp, UFO. Yeah. Can you even imagine... I don't even know what I would do if I saw a hot air balloon over the city. I think I would freak out. I would, would immediately me. think I was in Oz or some kind of alternate Time reality would yeah. be happening yeah mm-hmm. i would be like For there's sure. a steampunk wizard on board <laughs> that has come to save new york steampunk is back baby yes uh, speaking of I you know what we, we should get ready for now that new york announced that everybody can get vaccinated we're going to the ren fair i mean if there was any question before yeah. there's none now we're going to the ren fair this yeah year. and we'll and- just Every day will be masquerade day because masks forever. Yeah. And that's fine by me. I'll make a delightful mask. I bet they're going to be selling leather, tooled leather masks, and people are going to be fainting left and right from, like, not being able to breathe. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Leather is, I mean, you know, it's not the most breathable material. Um, No, I would say not. But some people like leather masks just fine yeah but can you breathe through them no no i think a lot of the time they're used because of that for different kinds of fun activities that people oh i see i see yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. for sure for sure i mean like i feel like like uh 
Renaissance fair workers are going to be selling them as like ye old mask, but it's like oh, sure. not going to work like that. Yeah, um, and it just has like shoelace stitches mm-hmm. in it, so it's like basically yeah. open anyway. It's useless. Yeah, I mean at that point, get a plague doctor mask. You're at the Ren Fair. Get yes. A plague doctor oh my mask. god. Get a beak. They have to sell those. They've got to year. sell them. There are going to be so many people dressed up as them this if year. If they aren't selling, just like you, you basically buy a delightful plague doctor mask and then you fill it with your own bespoke potpourri at a potpourri station i would love that if there is a way for us to pitch this i think that we should as a booth that would be so that is actually such a good idea to like allow people a way to okay so let me start over i was looking at amazon yesterday at just like useless things i don't need as you do Mm -hmm. as you do and one of the things that i that caught my eye was reed diffusers that you put in like you know the i don't know what it is like the oils whatever it is it's just like a glass vial of liquid and then you just stick the sticks in it yeah like smelly liquid but they sell these reed diffusers that are like i don't know what exactly what they're made out of but they look like flowers and the whole point is that like you um like it, it can you can make it look like you just have a bouquet on your shelf instead of just a bunch of sticks in a jar. Mm. Um, and they're really cute, but you could like have people like bring in their favorite scent, dunk them in there, and then that. put them in the beak, and you can be like, bring in your favorite perfume. Yeah, we'll dunk. That's these a good idea. Absorbent flowers in it. We'll put it in your beak, yes. and then you go about your day. Yes. Also, you know. It bears stating that we're not making light of hmm, this year at all, but at a certain time, you do need to just, what, what do we do? How do we talk about the Ren Fair without acknowledging Plague Doctor masks? No, no. I mean, they're inextricably linked. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh yeah. I just can't wait to see the kind of costumes people bust out after this year. I mean, the kind of costumes I've acquired many costumes. I haven't even left the house. I've acquired many costumes. I have like outfits that I bought last spring that I just Mm -hmm. forgot exist. Yeah. I have so many outfits from last year that I never wore. And now they certainly won't fit. Oh my God. No, I don't know that woman that that would wear those. She's no, I'm like, get these shorts gone. away from me. Yeah, I bought like a floral onesie and I'm like, yeah, in my dreams. Like, I, or on <laughs> rather my nightmares. If I ever had to be seen in this right now. No. Yeah. No, 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 well, no. I don't know, everybody. If you're struggling with clothing like we <laughs> are or um, any kind of going back into the world mm-hmm. fear. Um, you're us not too. alone. Yeah. Us too. You're not alone. And you know, it's just baby steps. We're going to do baby steps. We're going to do baby and... steps. And also, you are your own, um, I don't know. I, I, this is, uh, everybody, this is our spirit podcast. It's about ghosts. We're going to get to it. But, <laughs> but, but, however, however, I've been dealing with a lot of self-criticism more than ever this year about my own shortcomings mm. for the year. And I think that that very is hard on yourself. Very, very, very tough. I think, uh, you know, talking to others, it's kind of a widespread uh, thing that people are going through. So just be easy. 
and know mm-hmm. that your, your your people will love you and they're gonna mm-hmm. love to see you yeah it's not about if you made anything no. if you did anything extraordinary if no. you like like i don't i don't even want to say like if you like worked out a lot like people don't like whatever people are just going to be excited yeah to see you and they're not going to care mm-hmm. if like me you just have been wearing the same disgusting yeah. pajamas for a year mm-hmm. and you you know you bleached your own hair and so now you look like Nell because it grew out and and it's really it rad <laughs> it looks good I can't fucking wait to get a haircut yeah yeah it's gonna be great Robin so gets to get a haircut cool. in a couple weeks wow you know I this is not related to anything like podcast wise but I gotta tell you it's crazy how expensive it is to get your hair dyed it, in New York, I just have to say it's 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 so expensive. Oh God, I can't wait to just go back to normal complaints. Doesn't that feel great? Just to it be does like, feel really good. God, rent, fucking right? haircut right. prices, haircut and pricing. Then, you know, it I'm takes sorry, hours. Who has three hundred and fifty dollars to spend on like a gloss and like maybe a couple, like a like a quarter head highlight? I'm sorry, excuse Not me. Not me. Excuse me. Three hundred fifty dollars. That's what the website you, says. You can't go there. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I'm not doing You can't doing do it. that. Don't you do I a literally gloss. looked at it and I was like, I am buying a box dye to do this at home. I don't care if I mess it up again. No. 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 It, listen, I've been I've been swindled many a times by the word gloss because yeah. it is tempting and seductive. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to do for me ultimately. I don't know what I want from this gloss. A gloss has only taken from me. I want something from it that it can't give me. Yes. Yes, that is true. That is true. I I don't even know what's going to happen. When I'm unleashed back on the world, I'll tell you what. Thrift shops. Oh, they better watch out. You better watch out. I'm going to come in like a tornado. Bring my own cart. Oh, I'm going to have to like... Basically pay you to close the store for the day so yeah. I can just be in there. Shut it down. I'm also going to bring in a car's worth of stuff to give to the thrift yes. store before I'm like, take it, yep. take it. It'll get it away from me. Okay, now let me shop. Yes. Yes, indeed, indeed. Out with the old. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to, um, oh my God, browse at a grocery store. Oh, you know what? Buy I... something that like. I just saw for the first time and I'm like, what's this new brand of like, I've never seen this flavor of high chew. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I've been dreaming about, there's a, there's a nursery, like a plant nursery kind of near us. And I'm like, oh, I just want to go like browse, Mm. browse fucking plants, like Mm. look at plants and like touch them, you know, Mm. and pick one out and not like, you know, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. It's going to be wonderful. Um, I just can't wait to do so many things. I'm trying to figure out like what kind of movie might even exist when it's movie time. Oh, I meant to tell mm. you, I walked past our movie theater, Nighthawk, mm-hmm. and they changed the posters for the first time in over a year. <gasps> really? It stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> so they're, they're getting different. new releases. Oh my they're God. Getting new releases. Wow. But I hope they 
read those old posters because they were so bleached by the sun. They were like really interesting. I'm sure they will. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be a lot of, um, you know, stuff like that museum. from this year that will, you know, tell a story. I probably oh, shouldn't cool. be saying this, but I do have, uh, I do have two vials of the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> we should specify that they're empty they are empty uh they were garbage my my mom uh gives the vaccine in her hospital um you know has garbage so yeah you know i've had these mementos i uh as of yet i'm not eligible but you you bet your bottom dollar i'll be getting that back first right indeed 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 yeah. Soon enough, in mm-hmm. good time. Yeah. Well, listen, I think we've done enough uh, not ghost talk. I don't know how to segue okay. into like what we what sure. we do this podcast about, but I have a fun ghost for you <gasps> this week. Me. I forget I can't if wait. it's my turn. Oh, you want me to look? I don't really. It doesn't matter. Do the people care? Oh, who's to say? Do the people really care? And of course, I'm using. Oh, the old classic Ghosts yeah. of Spirits. Ghosts of Spirits. Mm-hmm. The Encyclopedia of. And I love it. This is a. You know, um, first I'm going to weave you a tale. Okay. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the story. And you know, we'll, just, we'll just go from there. I'm covering okay. a ghost. Well, maybe not yes. a ghost. Named Oceanborn Mary. Are you familiar what? with her? No. Well, I'll tell you. A six foot tall ghost of a woman who has red hair and green eyes and dresses in white, said to appear in a house near Henniker, New Hampshire. The legendary ghost belongs to a woman who lived there at the invitation of a man who played a most unusual role in the very first day of her life. Oh, no. So, here's the lore. And this is, like, pretty much accepted as true. Okay. Ocean-born Mary's life began in 1720. Okay. With a shipload of emigrants who left Londonderry, Ireland, for its namesake town in New Hampshire. So... Same town, different place. As their little ship, the Wolf, was approaching Boston Harbor, it was overtaken by pirates. The pirate ship's captain, okay, it says Captain Pedro here. I could not find that anywhere else, anywhere. Oh, no. (laughs) Soon boarded the Wolf and informed the terrified crew and passengers that their lives would shortly end. Oh, God. At the next moment... When the captain and his men had their pistols aimed at the group, the cry of a baby came from the companionway, stopping the captain from shooting everyone. He walked away from the group, and upon his return, his smile told everyone that their fortunes had turned. The young wife of the captain of the wolf, Mrs. James Wilson, had given birth to a girl that very day. Whoa. When the captain learned that the baby was still unnamed, he promised to spare everyone's life if Mrs. Wilson named her Mary after 
his own mother. Okay, interesting. What's crazy about this is that nobody contests this part of the story. <laughs> uh, Sounds about right. After grateful consent from Mrs. Wilson, imagine if she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I actually have my heart really I would set rather down. die. <laughs> the captain went back to his ship for a moment and then returned to the wolf, which I imagine the people were like, Oh, thank God. Oh, fuck, he's coming back. Like, yeah, can you imagine? Back. Yeah, he's like everyone just freaking out again. Yeah. He came back with a greenish-blue brocaded silk. So just like, uh, he's a pirate. He's got all, you know, treasures and silks galore. Yeah. Came back with this beautiful, like, teal silk. He said that he hoped that it would one day be made into Mary's wedding gown. Ooh. Again. This part people think is completely real. And uh, pieces of the gown are actually like a lot of like uh, scraps of the gown are in like museums and like on display different places. Like people, this does exist according to some. When um, Mary, when Mary married Thomas Wallace in Londonderry 22 years later, she did wear that gown made of the silk. So a wonderful teal dress. Beautiful. Within 10 years, um, she had four sons. Some places say five kids. This is no, four. It's too many in 10 years. I know. And then she became a widow. So her Aww. husband did die. Mary, however, had not seen the last of the captain. Oh, no. This is where I'm going to give, um, I'm going to sprinkle some salt right on this, a, a, a grain, if you will, of salt. Okay. Um, had not seen the captain in, you know, since the day she was born. And he was like, I hope your baby daughter gets married in this silky silk. Ew, <laughs> the baby daughter that I forced you to marry after my mom. Like Twilight. <laughs> Gross. He had given up his life of piracy. I love the idea of being Good like, for this him. is not working for me anymore. I'm actually retiring. <laughs> and in 1760, he was building a Georgian mansion near Henniker. Now old and alone, he located Mary, which, how? How? I was going to say, what did you look on fucking Facebook? Yeah, like, I don't how? know. Yeah, look for a woman named Mary. I, I really luck. don't know. And began making periodic visits often taking her and the boys to watch the house being built. He invited Mary to become his housekeeper, and in turn he would support her and the boys. The captain was true to his word and generously lavished gifts upon his five guests, including a coach and four, horses, I guess, in which they took almost daily drives. For the next ten years, all lived happily together. One night, Captain Pedro had turned from a trip to the seacoast had returned from a trip to the seacoast, and Mary heard the sounds of digging while he buried a heavy chest outside the house. Uh-oh. I, like, I don't believe this happened. About one year later, she found him lying in the garden, murdered with a sailor's cutlass stuck between his shoulders, stabbed in the back. Oh, Mary and her sons buried him beneath the hearthstone, fronting the kitchen fireplace as he had requested. So what we're being asked to believe here is that Gave up pirating, mm-hmm. took like 10 years to bury his tre- treasure in the house he lived in, in, in mm-hmm. the yard, got moited, 
Yeah. By somebody who just wanted to kill him, didn't even try to find didn't any treasure. Stuff, yeah. And his last wishes were to be buried inside his own house. I the idea of anybody asking to be buried in their kitchen is yeah like under the kitchen floorboards. Did yeah, that, like I know that it did happen, but was that normal? I don't. I actually did not look into this because of what I have yet to disclose. But okay, um, I don't know. We should find out. I guess the only reason I could think that that would be normal is that in the winter time the ground would be much too cold to dig graves. And then yeah. I know that people were buried in like the cellars and foundations of their homes because it was yeah. um but they didn't want to be. No. No, no. I don't know. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know. I'll say right now, just on record, that I don't want to be buried in my house. Same here. Let me tell you. Yeah. Just in case it ever comes up. Property value plummets. Well, it depends on depends on the buyer. The buyer, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what comes next after this? Let's see. Okay. Mary lived alone in the house until her death in 1814 at the age of 94. Oh, wow. I know. She did have to outlive all of her sons, so that does suck. Um, the house remained in the Wallace family's hands for more than 100 years, during which it became a target of curiosity seekers, treasure hunters, and vandals. Fun. In 1916, the house was purchased by the Roy family. Let's put a pin in that. More to come. Who soon heard tales about the house, how someone or something seemed to be guarding it, and how a number of owners had tried but could never live in it. Oh, Interesting. So it soon became evident to the new owners, the Roys, that the house could be lived in if the occupants loved and cared for it. So okay. although their dog refused to uh, venture near the cellar, they noticed that when the house was in some kind of danger, something would always happen to avert it. For example, a passerby once stopped a group of boys trying to burn down the house. Why oh, would God. they do that? Those little shits. Also, I think it's easy to, like, I could go up to any of my neighbors and be like, hey, oh, I just stopped a group of boys. <laughs> they were trying to burn down your house. I didn't get a good look at them, but they had a pack of matches and yeah. they were going for it. So you're welcome. And I did mm -hmm. that. I did it. Mm-hmm. That's easy to, that's, that's easy be to trick hero. people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... And Louis Roy, the son of the first Roy family occupants, suffered 17 near-fatal accidents while living in the house what? and survived. I gotta say, look after Louis. What is he doing? Who, I blame this man yes. for his own trouble. Well, this is a child. Um, oh, okay. This is a child. Thanks. But it's also like, you can't have 17 near-death accidents. Oh my god, no. And be like... Wow, thank God for the house. Wow, the house really helped. Like, yeah, oh my God. I did just leave my son with a cobra, but <laughs> thank you, house. The ghost will help. Mm -hmm. In another example, once Roy attempted to fix a loose tire rim on his car with a hammer, the tire exploded and the hammer struck him on the right temple and nearly knocked oh him out. God. He was bloodied but not seriously hurt. Later, he read about a truck driver who attempted to do the same thing and was killed instantly. Roy felt that Mary somehow had saved him from death. This is not anything. Like, you can't be like... <laughs> You're just lucky. 
That's like saying I tripped and fell and I didn't break my leg, but this other guy did. But I read about somebody who died when they fell. Yeah, so I have a spirit protecting me. Wow. In 1938, a hurricane struck New England. I almost feel like when, what year did not a hurricane strike New England? I know, right? Roy attempted to drive out in the storm but found the road washed away. Isn't that crazy? Like, oh, it's That's gone. his fault. Yeah. That's his fault. Returning home, he saw that the high winds were causing his garage to sway precariously. In the driving wind and rain, Roy worked to prop up the garage. When he finally entered the shelter of the house, his mother said, Who was with you while you were working on the garage? She had seen a lady in white and thought it to be one of the neighbors. Why would the neighbor come out a in her nightgown to be like, yeah, hold up the garage, Roy. Yeah. Like, not yeah. even Roy, hoping. I'll stand and spot. <laughs> I do love that, though. That would be me. I would be that like, neighbor. <laughs> you got it. You got it. But why would, why would you even bother at that point coming out in the nightgown? No. I think if it was a neighbor, she has a some kind of motivate. Maybe she loved him. She was like, mm, I have to yeah. go encourage Roy. I'll wear <laughs> my seductive white nightgown in the rain. It'll get soaking wet. Yeah, and then, and then I'll pretend be... to catch cold. And then I really will because it's New <laughs> England in a hurricane. Oof, and now God. I'm gone. No. Yeah, so I don't know. The, the lady vanished in front of his mother's eyes because – she wasn't there to begin with. Um, sorry, I just heard something. Okay. Once a visitor, Stephanie, a woman. Stop! It's just my cats. Don't. Don't you be scared because then I'll be really, 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 really scared. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's definitely my cats. Stop! <laughs> Once a visitor, a woman came to the house when Mrs. Roy was alone and asked to see the rest of the house. That I hate. I don't like that. I don't like that. If someone knocked on your door and was like, "May I see the rest of your home?" <laughs> I would like, absolutely flip out. You can have it. It's 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 yours. I'm moving. Uh, the visitor Ooh. explained that years earlier she had lived in Henniker because of its fame. She had once come to the house and asked to see it. A tall woman who had answered the door took her to one room, but was reluctant to show her the rest of the house. Mm. The woman who had shown her the house said the visitor had been extraordinarily tall, about six feet. And the visitor had come to the house for the first time when it was unoccupied. So, oh, interesting. Who answered that? Okay. Sure. Every October around Halloween, Mary makes an appearance at midnight. How convenient. I love a Halloween ghost. Mm-hmm. A phantom coach and four. I do. I, it is horses, but I never looked it's- this up. <laughs> Pulls up to the house. I also love that it's just implied that there's four horses. Yeah. The horse is implied. Yeah. <laughs> implied horse is such a funny thing. A tall <laughs> woman in filmy white comes out, goes to the side of the house, throws a packet in the old well, and then comes what? aboard the coach. That's like a detail that has nothing to do with anything. Wait, why, why is she, she throwing the well? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And again, more on this to come. Uh, sometimes people hear the rumbling of the couch wheels, but see nothing. Mary also is seen walking down the curving staircase. As in the case of the woman visitor, she often opens the door to guests. Passerby reports, uh, passersby report seeing strange lights flickering in the house when no one's there. Um, some psychics believe that something is buried beneath the enormous hearthstone slab in the antique kitchen. 
Some say it's the body of the captain, who actually was a titled British man who didn't want his family to know he had turned into a pirate. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, but also it's like, I don't feel bad for him. They also probably knew. Yeah. Like, I do love, like, the idea of, like, a double life during that time being like, he's a pirate. <laughs> like, my. I think that dad is a pirate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, his double life is. It's like The Sopranos. Pirate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's exactly like The Sopranos. In almost every way. In fact, we can make this pilot. Um, legend says that anyone disturbing the hearthstone will meet death. And supposedly a man was set to dig it up and then he died in a weird way a week before he was supposed to do it. Um, nobody knows where the treasure is, if there is treasure there. Louis Roy was still in possession of a small remaining piece of Mary's brocaded silk. Okay. Um, but he considered an even greater personal treasure to be the, f- the feeling that Mary's ghost not only visited the house she could not forget, but also protected him from harm. Wow. Yeah. He's a, that um, is a lucky boy. Yeah. So this also says some subsequent owners also reported that an inexplic- inexplicable power seemed to protect the house by putting a sudden end to potential dangerous events such as a fire. So knowing all of that, here's what I will tell you well i looked into this and it's pretty much uh, no one's contesting the pirate stuff (laughs) like that is pretty much like right on okay and yeah nobody's the the whole thing about her being named mary because like everyone was about to die by gunshots by pirates fine Mm -hmm. um Here's the thing. The rest of it is pretty much completely made up. And how do you know? Well, it's it's been debunked hmm. pretty much. And I, I wanna share with you the debunking just because I think it's so interesting. Okay. So yes, everything up to basically like Mary as an adult. Is true. Okay. She grew up in Londonderry, New Hampshire, eventually got married wearing the silk, had five kids, it says here. Three of her sons settled in Henniker. Three of her sons actually uh, married three daughters of, like, a different family. Whoa. So they just married all, all, all the daughters, which is uh, efficient. It is. It, it saves, you know, a lot of runaround. Yeah. Seats at the dinner table at Christmas, holidays, right? Sure. She's got to go to one place. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have that in my family. One of my really? uncles. One of my uncles married. Yeah. My aunt and uncle. So my mom's brother and sister married a brother and sister. Whoa. Yeah. That's even more unlikely, I feel like. Yeah. That's cool. It's kind of cool. Sometimes I it's I mean, weird. it makes sense. Like if you're hanging out a lot with yeah. like the other family, you know. Yeah, and my mom's one of seven, so, like, there are a lot of kids, so yeah, it's not like those are the only two to choose to marry, and, like, they pick the same family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, when a Wisconsin man... Oh, wait, I skipped a part. Okay. Mary spent the last 16 years of her life living with one of her sons in Henniker. Okay? Okay. okay. So, 
from Londonderry to Henniker, different town. When a Wisconsin man by the name of Mr. Lewis Roy, okay, came to Henniker looking for a house with a story, he found one. Hmm. And he moved into her other son's house, what? not the one that she lived in with the one son. I'm pretty okay. sure, if I'm remembering right, Robert's house, that was his name, is the one that like all this lore is about. And she did not care for that son. She didn't oh, wow. like that son. All right. She didn't care for that son one bit. Um, let's see. Okay. Mary lived with William. She didn't care for Robert and rarely visited his home. Damn. That is the house that they're talking about. So she never lived there, ever. Already. Did Roy? Oh, know. I'm sure you'll answer that. Um, over time, Mr. Roy spun fantastical and profitable tales of hauntings and legends, yeah. and truth began to muddle fiction. I was going to ask if it was all him. Mm-hmm. Of course, Roy, who's like, I was a boy, and I almost died 17 times. Fuck you, Roy. Fuck you, Roy. Also, like, by all accounts, she was a wonderful lady that everybody loved. Don't make so her into like, a ghoul. Don't make her into a ghoul that, like, takes a secret package and drops it in a well once a year. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Weird. Roy told paying visitors that Oceanborn Mary lived in the house and could still be seen rocking in her rocking chair, which wasn't actually hers. Amateur ghost hunters soaked it up. Of course. Um, pirate ghost story. Yeah, and, like, they also spun this story about her and the captain as, like, marriage, employment, an affair, like, all these weird things with the pirate that spared her life, who never even came close to New Hampshire. He never went there. Tourists and treasure seekers alike paid 50, this is the craziest thing, 50 cents apiece to rent shovels and dig for the pirates, who again, never set foot in New Hampshire, treasure, what? which was not buried in the orchard. So this man bought a house, rented out shovels for people to just dig up and his yard. let people just dig? Yes, in, in his yard. That's Mary awful. herself is not buried at the house, is very hearthstone. Um, nobody's buried there. Business boomed so and the legend stupid. was born. So mm -hmm. stupid. Yep. So, Mr. Roy no longer lives at the house because he sold it in 61 and then also died in 65, so he's not living anywhere. Unfortunately for the new owners, this legend did not die with him. And the owners have gone to, like, great lengths to publicly expose the truth of the legend to no avail. Yeah. Um, people still continue going. So, all of this to say, this book got it wrong. If you want a ghost, you're gonna get a ghost. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta be careful. And we can't we can't turn sweet Oceanborn Mary, who I'm still gonna call Oceanborn Mary because she was. And that That's does true. rule. Yeah. Um you know, her reputation as a ghost should not kind of take place of her reputation as a fine, friendly a nice person. Strong woman. A single mother of four or five. 
depending on who you ask. One of whom she didn't care for. <laughs> Robert was not the best son. Not the favorite. But yeah, I just think it's so interesting how there was a period of time, and probably still is, Zach Bacon's, where people just buy <laughs> things to like exploit them. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think like the, the modern day version of that is going to be like deep fakes, just like making mm. up stories about people that are not true. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of sad to me that somebody's legacy can be, I don't know, commandeered and yeah twisted like that so i'm setting I mean, the record straight this this ain't a ghost if she is a ghost she's not in that house she has a cool origin story though yeah wow yeah so i, love I guess uh we don't do like stamps of approval here but this one doesn't get one <laughs> i love the idea of a silk teal wedding dress i do too so pretty i do too and that dress you said there are pieces of that actually in museums and stuff i mean lewis had a piece um but i also read an article that said that the silk that was used to make the dress they thought that her when her mother mary's mother remarried Mm -hmm. they thought that she made a dress first with the silk and then gave it to mary which also is like i don't know if a pirate tells me like this is the silk for the daughter mother that you have and because she is a daughter mother that's named after my mother and I'm sparing your life, this is her wedding silk, I just wouldn't risk it. I'd be like, I'm not going to make my wedding dress out of this silk. Like, yeah, why bother? Like, just, you save can make it. a wedding dress if you just have the urge to make one, but just save it. Yeah, I know. You know? I know, but some I people guess... think she couldn't help it. Maybe it was so beautiful that I, she couldn't I wait. it was. I bet it was too. Actually, it does sound like I'm even picturing it being like irresistibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a cool tale. Thank I you. I can't wait to see the sea again. Oh boy, me so too. Excited. Oh, so I also don't have a ghost, mm-hmm. but I did put together just kind of a little list, a listicle, if Thank you, you will. I love of strange wacky coincidences i love this have you ever listened to uh this american life does like coincidence episodes every now and again i think there's one of them quoted in here love um and i i'm sorry if we have covered any of these before these are just little bites of coinky dinks great but i just thought they were fun love you know sprinkle them on um Okay, I'm just going to get into it. (laughs) All right. A set of twins from Ohio who were separated at birth grew up without any knowledge of each other's existence. Their lives, however, shared a number of strange similarities. They were both named James when they were adopted. They both grew up to be police officers. And both of them married women named Linda. What? But that's not all. They each had a son. Both of their sons were named James Allen and each also had a dog named Toy. Both brothers got divorced and both ended up remarrying women named Betty. What the fuck? Okay, the, I don't know. The, the, the dog named Toy is the weirdest part. It's very weird. It's very weird. That seems mention... like the most random thing that could happen. 
It's not a popular dog name. No. And it doesn't say whether the dogs were the same breed, but I have to imagine they were at least similar. Yeah. Small, small little guy. outrageous and messed up. I would absolutely lose control of my life if somebody told me I had a long lost twin who had lived the same life as me. Yes. I would be like, free will does not exist. (laughs) Absolutely. I'd I'd try, I'd spend the entire rest of my life trying to do things that my twin (laughs) would never get. I know. But then what if you found out that they did the same thing? They would, Robin. That's the, that's the trap of it. I really don't like it. I don't either. It's like real life doppelganger. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I hope that they are friends though. I think they are. They must, I think that it, in, inevitably. There are some photos of them like smiling together. So I think that Great. they're like, wow, can you believe it? It might be a keep your friends close, your enemies closer kind of thing where it's like, if I let you free, there's I no know. Telling. That's the scary part is I'm like, if this happened to me, I would be thinking, I hope my twin doesn't kill me. And that's even scarier because they're thinking the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, like, who's really gonna get the other that. one first you know i've never scary. even thought this out all the way but i'm coming out now right now officially against clones for yeah. this reason only one is the true one the prime or both of them are the same but they can't coexist because they are each other and i hate yeah. that I know. It's bad. It's bad. I I don't like to think about it too much. Mm -mm. I would watch a movie about it, though. I would watch Um, Clones in Space because it's two fears. Clones in Space? (laughs) Clones in a room with two beds. Star Wars. Isn't there... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, yeah. (laughs) There's one called uh, Clone Wars. Okay, listen. I only recently... Clones in Space. (laughs) But I don't think they're the kind of clones that you're picturing. I think they're like robot clones. I think they're like droids. I don't. I don't know. I've I never seen it. Um, I saw it in like 2001, but I don't remember. If we could do clones in space, and it it's not at all overlaying overlaid with like overlapping any Star Wars IP, mm-hmm. let's do it. Sure. I mean. Let's let's write up a little treatment. Okay, you know? so we have clones in space and space. um the Sopranos, but pirates. Soprano. Yep. Okay. And the horses implied. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um. Okay. So this actually would be a fun show or movie, whatever. Um. Depending on how you look at it, Violet Jessup was either very seriously lucky or a bad omen. She was a stewardess and nurse, and she was on the HMS Olympic when it struck the HMS Hawk. She was also on board the HMHS Britannic when it sank after hitting a sea mine. And she was also traveling on the fucking Titanic when it sank after being hit in the Atlantic. Oh my god. She survived so many shipwrecks, she became known as Miss Unsinkable. Can you believe? She... Can you even? Seems imagine? like she's very sinkable. Actually. Like after the first one, it's like fool me once, shame on you. The second one, fool me twice, shame on me. But then Final she's like, I'm gonna face my fears. I'm gonna go on this ship. Can you imagine? That's bold because also the Titanic. She knew it was marketed as the unsinkable ship, so it's like, right? You're tempting fate. You're really tempting right. fate. But it's also kind of like, look, I've done things three times, and every time I should have known better. Mm-hmm. she's just doing it on a big big grand scale yeah 
I mean, bad luck comes in threes. She should mm. know. Mm. Um, and that's bad news for this man because guess what? Dutch cyclist Martin de Jong has escaped not one but two major plane crashes mm. in his life. He was supposed to be on board missing Malaysia Airlines flight 370 before he decided to get on a flight that left an hour earlier. Wow. He was also supposed to be on Malaysia Airlines flight 17, the one that was shot down over Ukraine in 2014. Whoa. But he changed that flight to save money. I'm going to say Don't maybe stop fly flying Malaysia. Malaysia Air. Yeah. Um, they've, got, they've got a poor track record. Whoa. Or someone's after this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He is a twin out there. So the twin knows of him. No, he doesn't the twin know works of him. in air traffic control. Yes, yes. Wow, that's co- such a conspiracy. That's clones in space. Yeah, if you get the plane up high enough, for sure. Yeah. Um, on the night of September 29th, 1888, around 8.30 p.m., Catherine Eddowes was found lying drunk on Allgate High Street in London. She was taken into custody and released at 1 a.m. when she was sober enough to go home. But when she was leaving, she gave the police a fake name, Mary Kelly. The same night she was released, Catherine Eddowes was murdered by Jack the Ripper, who then went on to murder another young woman that same night whose actual name was Mary Kelly. No. Yeah. It's fucked up. That's very fucked up. I don't like it. This is why I don't think there's a... mm, mm. It's like she wished it on her. That's very, very fucked up. It's bad. Wow. There's no way that anybody could have intended any of that. No. Do you know what is, like, way scarier than anything in the world? Is if there's just no reason for anything happening. I do... Like this. Think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why we just gotta live it up in the moment, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know. YOLO. I was gonna say YOLO, but then I got self-conscious because I'm almost certain that no young people say that anymore. I know. I don't think it's a thing anymore, but it's fine. What am I supposed to say? I I don't know. Am I supposed to say anything? Maybe not. Are people still doing the, it's the blank for me? I think so. I, I God, I hope so. It's the clones for me. Yeah. It's does that make me hip? That does actually. Okay. You just knocked like five years off your life. Cool. I mean, you added five years on. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Okay, I've got an uplifting one now for you. Great. Um, as told on an episode of NPR's This American Life, Great. Esther and Paul Gretch. Gretchen had been seeing each other for a short time when Paul decided to ask her to be his girlfriend. That day, while paying for a sandwich, he noticed that a dollar bill he was about to hand to the cashier had the name Esther written on it in pencil. How strange, he thought, that this should happen right when he was thinking about their relationship. He kept the dollar bill and decided to frame it and give it to her as a gift. She was speechless when she saw it, but told him to ask her about it later. Years passed. They got engaged and then married, and the framed dollar resurfaced in their house. Apparently, Esther had written her name on the dollar and a few others after a breakup and said to herself at the time that she would marry the man that brought it back to her. She didn't tell him why she was so speechless because she thought bringing up marriage so soon in the relationship would scare him off. (laughs) Isn't that wild? It did. That was on the recent Coincidences episode, and I was... Flipping out when I heard it. 
Um, I also think Esther did the exact right thing, just being like, I'm just like, not going to so tell you about weird. this right now. <laughs> Ask me about it in a couple of years, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, also, that's that's also kind of a spooky thing of like someone knowing something before the other person. Like if she, I would, if she believed yeah. her own spell. Her own magic. She yeah. basically cast a spell. If she believed in her own magic. She Do you think that something. she tried other spells in the time between when he found it and when she told him? Do you think she was like, let me just see? Let I just don't see. know. We would have to ask her. Ask her if you're listening. If you're listening, oh boy, do I want to know. Reach out. I would certainly, I would be like, I am a sorceress. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You, oh, wait, you mean between like when she got the dollar bill back like that? Yes, night, she's when like, she, what, she would be like, I am too powerful. <laughs> I would be out there trying so much stuff. I would be, yeah. 100% would start just doing spells. Yes. Yeah. Esther, mm-hmm. if you didn't start now. Start, start now. It's You've not clearly got late. it in you. Oh, man. Got it in you. All right. Now, the the next couple are going to be just little bite-sized babies. Great. This is just, this is more of a fun fact, honestly. Jimi Hendrix and George Handel would have been neighbors. They lived at 23 and 25 Brook Street in London, respectively. That's just a fun fact, I guess. That's a fun fact for yeah, all of you out been there. Names. They would have been names. Wow. This is also a little baby fun fact. There were only two cars in the entire state of Ohio in 1895. Guess what? They ran into each other and crashed. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I love that so much. They were probably trying to say hello. I know. They, uh, yeah. they probably got too excited. Yeah. Or it's like, honest to God, it's the same thing as clones. You see what, you see the only one that's like you. Go you. Right for it. You go right for if it. If I can't exist Strong, alone, like that magnet. I don't want to exist at all, I take you out. That's I die beautiful. Too. Yeah. Wow. I love it's, it. Um, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. I'm all for, well, yeah, I guess I'm just fully against clones and any kind of copy-pasted being. <laughs> copy-pasted? <laughs> yeah. I I am against copy pasting a being. I have to say, I'm also against that. A car, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not the driver. Not the driver. No, and even with a car, it's if it's the same make and model, it's not the same materials. That's true. It's not like the exact yeah. same square of metal. Yeah, on an anatomic level, I don't. It's like not it. the same. Ugh. Well, these two cars killed each other, so <laughs> no need to fret about them. Um, also, the photo of the cars is really funny because they're basically just like a go-kart that's barely held together. And so like these two <laughs> tiny little non-car cars just were like, I love like that. Exploded. I love um, that. I love that so much. Yeah, they were doing their best. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You have to, you have to think they tried. Yeah, wow. they were driving was like, you know, they they were getting used to it. Do you believe in the power of a coincidence or do you think it's just like, oh, that happened? Um, yeah, I love a good coincidence, a good synchronicity, hmm. you know, it happens pretty often. I feel like where I'm like either thinking of a word or listening to a podcast or something where they're saying a word and I'll just happen to read it at the same time. Yeah. And anytime that happens, I'm like, uh. I, yeah it's upsetting yeah, i feel like, watched yeah i yeah. know and maybe it is maybe it is like my like amazon dot really recently i was playing a song 
I like heard a song and a TV show. I was getting in my car. I was like, what's that song? And then I found it on my phone, was playing it on my phone, mm-hmm. paused it on my phone, started my car, and the radio picked up exactly <gasps> with the same Whoa. song right where, not even where I stopped it, where it would have been. Wait, that's so strange. Yeah. That's scary. It was messed up. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was a song by the Cars, and I don't know which one it was. They're all classics. Yeah. Um, did you know that a church exploded in a small Nebraska town on March 1st, 1950 at 7.25 p.m.? As choir practice always began at 7.20 p.m., all 15 choir members died in the blast, right? Wrong. Whoa. No one died. No one was even injured because all 15 members were randomly running late for their own personal reasons. Nobody was anywhere near the church when it exploded. Wow. Isn't that, I mean, I love it. I love it. I love all 15 members oh, being late. I love that. And I, what, what year was that in? 1950. Okay. I straight up miss the chaos of being late and not having a phone. Oh my I, God. I miss it. There's nothing it, to be done and it feels so good. It's so great because you're like, I'll just worry about it when I get there. There's like, nothing to be done. Maybe I, I'll just, it just won't happen. I'll just yeah. show up and it's and no one's there. It's just like the the guilt is gone. The the wishing it is is gone. There's there's just nothing to be done. I love, I loved it's that. It's really liberating. I miss that. Yeah. I know. And the, the sweet innocence of being like, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when we see, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, here's another fun one. During the 30s, the 1930s, a man named Joseph, Joseph Figlock was surprised by a falling baby landing on his shoulder. What? Yeah. A baby landed, plopped. From like a balcony or something on his shoulders. I think it was actually a fire escape. This was when they had the baby cages hanging yeah. out of windows. So I think the baby fell out of the baby cage because it wasn't being watched. Landed on his shoulders. They were both fine. The same day, the next year, a year later, the same baby fell on him again at the same spot. And what? again, they were both fine. <laughs> that baby, That baby needs to stay with that man. I know that man is the baby's true help, yes. helper and friend. Yes. Also, I cannot even imagine a baby. La- does it land on your shoulders like a mink stole, or does it land yeah. like sitting on you? I don't know. Or like side saddle? I don't. I side don't saddle. know. Maybe like I can't imagine. Their hands are like sloths. They can't grip no. that fast. So I have no idea. But it wild, just wild. Maybe it landed like tummy first, right on the shoulder here. So, like, just fully flopped. I'm glad it was okay. Like a sack of potatoes. Wow. Poor Beebe. Wow. Thank God he was there. Um, Okay. In 1974, in Bermuda, there were two twins, I think, driving? I don't know. Oh, driving scooters. One of the twins was killed when a taxi cab struck his moped scooter. A year later, the other twin, riding the exact same scooter, was struck and killed by the same exact taxi driven by the same exact driver who was also driving the same exact passenger as 
he was with the first one. Oh my god. Awful. Awful. I mean, what do you even do after that as the cab driver and the passenger? I think that I would probably I mean, you would just be in such intense therapy, I, I would hope. I would I would maybe to be like think convince that, me that time is real. Yeah. Like, yes. I would in a way think I was flashing back. There's no way to yeah. square that. No, that's too many stacked on top of each other and too much bad trauma i know i have to say if i'm the twin you're you would not catch me riding no. the same moped on in the same stretch at like the death site on the of, one year yeah. anniversary no 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 okay and now the final one is a little grim but still fun um edgar Allan poe's only novel the narrative of arthur gordon pym tells of an ill-fated Antarctic voyage. In one scene, four shipwrecked survivors adrift on a raft decide to eat the cabin boy Richard Parker in order to survive. In 1884, a ship called the Mignonette sank, leaving four survivors, and they too decided to eat the cabin boy to survive. And the boy's name? Richard Parker. I know this one because of Life of Pi. Oh, I never saw it! I never read saw it, it either. Read it. I did read it. <laughs> I forgot it was. I a book. think the tiger's name is Richard Parker, and by oh, that wow. I mean maybe the tiger is named Richard Parker. I don't think the tiger was like it's me. My name is Richard Parker. The tiger. I think the boy in it names the tiger Richard Parker after the Edgar Allan Poe book. Yeah. Interesting. There's a. Look, I read that many, many years ago, probably when it came out. There is a good chance that I'm making this up, and it's not even an element of the story. I believe you. I've never seen it. Somebody can fact check me on that. All I know is there's a tiger in a boat, and Mm -hmm. uh, that's all. You know what I'll say? Good book. Don't remember much about it? Good book. Sure. It's a fun book. It was lovely. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I yeah. need a good book, you know? I tried I to read a, a book the book. other day. It um, I couldn't do it. I'm just reading Intake. seed catalogs. I, there's something right now with fiction where I'm just like, I'm having the I same problem. I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know why. I look at a book and I'm like, give me something even more quickly consumable yes. and mindless. Like, yeah, I have so many catalogs, so many magazines, mm-hmm. and I would rather look at a magazine I've already seen before mm-hmm. than yes. read a book right now. Yeah, it's not great Bad. that I'm like this, but I, I truly, I think the other night I, I texted you about reading a seed catalog, just reading oh, about yeah, seeds, yeah. just reading about seeds. I have a couple of cooking guys lined up mm-hmm. that I just have like stashed away for any moment I'm bored. Yeah. I have them next to my bed, so if I wake up, I can just be like, time to read a magazine. Yep, it's gotten to the point where some of my more um, intellectual magazines, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I'll get to that. I have to say, I I think that you have experience doing the same thing, but I was reading Martha Stewart Living mm. this past week. I, yada, 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 long story short, I ordered a couple of knobs from MyKnobs.com. Sure, of course, yeah, MyKnobs.com. MyKnobs.com. Not an ad, I, just a thing. Not an ad. I, but, like, there was a whole knob spread, 
oh, and yeah. Martha. And I gotta say, the knobs showed up, and they're good knobs, but they're not what I wanted. That I mean, mm. this is the most boring story in the world. I also accidentally <laughs> ordered six instead of eight, which is what I needed. So oh, now no. I have one drawer. I just ordered like yeah, whatever. It's so stupid. Anyway, I had I had the same thing happen, but with switch plates. Oh sure, those yeah. are tough. I'll tell you something else. So my house, this the light switches are. I'm gonna say three millimeters from the door jam. So like that's the only one behind me that Whoa. you can see right now. That like that is one of cool. a handful that are normal. The mm. other ones are sliced with, I think, child scissors, like cut in jagged ways Whoa. to like fit up against it. And um, I can't, I can't replace it with a narrow one because there's like plaster missing. But like, right. Again, you might have to cut them. The most boring story of all time, but these are that's the Real level problems. of literature that I can handle right now. Yes, switch yes. plates and knobs. I'm curious to actually. I I would love to off mic talk a little bit more about switch plates soon mm. because we have, and this is maybe more of like the um, contracting than it is the actual switch blade, but more than one outlet in the apartment like there's a hole cut in the wall for for the electrical mm-hmm. outlet and then the the actual socket is like off to the side so like the switch plate doesn't fit in it i'll send i'll text you a photo of what i would love to see this and also it's unbelievable i did Wait, live in that house and i don't remember this <laughs> i'm gonna just at show all. you there's one right here all right well let's, let's get into it see, you simply have to see it this is our spinoff show Home, I'm not even going to say improvements. Home changes. Do you see this? Do you oh, see that? Oh, yeah. Wait. I see what you mean. Yep. I see exactly what you mean. Okay. That literally is just like, I'm just going to straight up say it. Just bad aim. Gustavo just didn't measure that right. No. And then was like... We're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just keeping it. Yeah. It, it makes me so mad. You could plaster that up and then recut it if you really wanted to. I don't want to. It's yeah, the thing. I, know, I don't I know. want to. Of course you don't. I know. It's so annoying. Yeah. Ugh. Um, do you have a tip for the listener? I would say just like if you buy an old house, you find out some fun lore just shut the fuck up. Don't make like a fake ghost story. Don't make a fake ghost yeah, story. And so don't try to profit off of somebody's legacy. Somebody who's not there anymore. They can't, you know, they can't tell their side of the story. Yeah. And um, all they wanted to do was go in peace and rest. Yeah. Let people, let, let people be. And that goes for all you deep fake people making false representations and i'm opening myself up for this happening nobody cares enough about me to do this but (laughs) uh just let people let people have their um their legacy yeah and don't charge people money to dig up your your yard unless they're like landscapers you're begging for yeah you like your house to collapse like from like you know, there's not going to be any ground left to hold it up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Stupid. Mm-mm. Um, what is my tip? 
Oh, I think it would be if you are my clone and you're listening. Mm. I'm not going to kill you. Don't please don't kill me, but also go away. Mm. <laughs> don't try to connect with me. Like we're not mm. like sisters. You're my clone. Yeah. And it's just like if I see you I'm going to freak out. And I, and I and knowing you, you're going to freak out too. Mm-hmm. Like so just let's leave it at that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, same goes for me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, copy that's my that. tip. Yeah. Um well, listener, write to us, please. Yeah. You can we reach would us. We would love that. We would love. I checked our email at the beginning of the app. No emails from you, listener. What the f? Listener. Email us. I don't please, care if anything. you're just like my mom. Email me, mom. Email. I will say, did we not respond to a couple emails over a year ago? Yeah. Yeah, but that was then. <laughs> Guys, we were going through it a year we ago. We were going through it. You were too, and maybe you needed us then. And you know what? I'll say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not sorry because <laughs> it was a hard time. And you guys should get it. <laughs> yeah, well, if you have stuck with us, thank you, you so much. Email us again. Email us again. And also, um, we've been we've been we're we're trying our best here to post as post to yeah post as many new episodes as we can. But you may get some golden oldies here and there. Uh, oh, but, we hope you love them as much as we do. Yeah, they're fun. They're very. They are fun. fun. They're very. I fun. stand by what we said most of the time. <laughs> much of it, I will have to go back and re-listen. Yeah, I cannot run for office ever. <laughs> that being said, I don't regret what I said. Um, <laughs> that being said, yeah, um, I will say also, like, you know, once like things are safer, trademark, um, we're going to hopefully be able to bring you some more fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully so, we'll be able to visit a haunted place again. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Pull some photos. Definitely have a little bit photos. more spice in our life to share with you. Yeah. Um, and maybe even do a live show again someday. Yeah, I would love that. Listener, if you have a venue that is looking for post-vax people someday. Yeah. You know, I guess it's probably too early to figure out the scheduling. But, you know, just be in touch. Just be in touch. Yeah, you know where to find us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. That's the spirit can... podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Spirit pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We have a website that's spiritpodcast.com. I haven't checked that in a long time. Is it still up? It's mostly, yeah, it just Great. pulls in like the audio. <laughs> you know, it's got our bios. Yeah, and we stuff. should update that. That's cute. We All right. That, actually. Everybody, we love you so much. Oh, God, we love you. Stay well and safe, and we'll see you in hell. We'll see you there, everybody. Bye. Bye.